Well, welcome to Listen and Learn or Not. Allow me to introduce Life Coach Lori and Claire. They are both on the radio, but just not (laughs) in time. And that's Anna D. She's on the radio too. How do you know? Because you're listening to her on some sort of broadcasting device as we speak. Yippee, yippee. (laughs) Happy first day of October, ladies. Really? Right. How is that possible? What'd you guys do with July, August, and September? I know. No kidding. Last week, Summer just packed her bags and left without even saying goodbye. Right. Well, and then, of course, living in Seattle, we get like fake fake fall, fake summer, then we're back to fake fall, back to fake summer. I don't even know what season it is. (laughs) All I know is it's spider season. Oh, Oh, good Lord. That's when I do my best kung fu. (laughs) Kung fu. I have a spider stick now. I literally have this stick outside my house that I use to walk out no. so I break up the webs on my way out, and then I leave it at the bottom of the stoop, and then I break them on the way back up. That's, That's hilarious. I need one of those. I'm afraid someone's going to film me one day and be like, what is that crazy lady doing? <laughs> She's waving that stick around like nobody's business. I just, like 15 minutes ago, I just killed a spider, and I usually don't do that. I usually save their lives. Catch and release. (laughs) I catch and release. I have a special spider jar with an envelope near it so that I could just quickly grab and go. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you guys follow Shelly Hart, but she posted a picture of the biggest spider and she touched it. And she said it didn't even move and it felt like skin. Ew. See, I think that like when I try to catch and release them, I have this kind of like intricate dance I do with like Tupperware and a lid and I kind of like get it to move and I can, and I know intellectually it would be easier to just grab it by the leg and throw it outside, but I don't want to touch it. What? Grab it by the leg? Who does that? Well, it would swing up and grab you if you grabbed it by one leg. Well, apparently Shelly Hart's touching them. Maybe she should teach a master class. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly's master ninja spider spider. class. (laughs) I I feel like um, spiders are fast on their feet these days. uh, This year, (laughs) like like faster than usual. (laughs) Yes, I know that sounds so weird. A couple weeks ago, my daughter um, was like, Mom, there's a, another spider on my wall, and, and I usually help her out with that. Here comes my jar. Here comes my little envelope. <laughs> and somehow it escaped me, and that was that was weird. <laughs> I, just, you were befuddled. I'm such a spider woman. <laughs> what I was do, disappointed. That's what I, I was. Re- I remind the spiders as, as I go to, to fetch them that if, if we tussle and it ends up on the ground, it is free game for my cats, right? <laughs> like, if you don't want to get in this jar or Tupperware thing and go outside, that is fine with me. But if you hit the deck, I cannot be responsible for what happens with the felines. Oh, and it's torture. It's it's gruesome what the cats, because they take their time. Oh, yeah. Bat, bat, bat. Then they watch for a while. Bat, bat, bat. It's a long process. Then they hold oh, it down with playing. their paw. <laughs> or is it like catnip for them? It's sadistic is what it is. <laughs> well, it, it's wiggly, and cats love wiggly things. They do. Yeah. It's wiggly. wiggly. And eight legs. And it's alive. And the other thing is the cat knows, like, I always do this this thing. I know. I talk to my animals. But, um, like, when you're pl- the difference between playing playing with a toy and then there's a real animal, I'm like, this is not a drill. This is an actual live critter. And they know it. Their eyes and their ears, they just like, oh, this one's alive, but not for long. <laughs> Watch, Mom. <laughs> oh, if, if you check out our Listen and Learn Facebook page, someone photoshopped 
cat faces <laughs> on different animals. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I giggled so hard at it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the one where people photoshopped cats onto cities like it was a Godzilla movie? Like, it's a <laughs> oh my God, you have to Google that, Anna, right now. It is so funny. It's just like this giant cat sitting in the middle of Paris, like right next to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, I love those things. I love that. I honestly, I don't know what to talk about. All I know is that we had those presidential debates, and, and I actually do wonder if you enjoyed what you saw. Uh, you know, all I saw is everybody saying, who do you think would be a better moderator? And most people were like, a kindergartner teacher would have been a great moderator. Yes. Right. I actually, at first I was kind of mad at the guy, Chris Wallace, for not doing more. But then I started to feel really bad for him. I mean, God, they just, all they needed was a mute button. They just needed somebody to go, okay, here's how debates work, you guys. One person talks and the other person listens and yada, yada, yada. And we're going to turn your microphone off while the other guy talks and then we'll turn it back on when it's your turn. And clearly none of that ever happened, right? And I felt really bad for him. I think a kindergarten teacher would have been perfect. Or maybe like a traffic cop, like people who direct like what cars get to go in what order. <laughs> yeah. So someone's saying Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I like Samuel L. Jackson. Shut the yeah. F up. <laughs> yeah. Say something one more time, mofo. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I really, um, and, and let's see, not so much the content, although the content was an issue too, but I have never enjoyed watching people yell at people. Like, I get really skeezy, like, scared when people get into real fights. I've always been the peacemaker, like, okay, everybody calm down and let's kind of figure out how we're going to get through this kind of thing. And just watching two men just argue and talk over each other, I just, I turned it off. I made it about, I would say, 35 minutes. And I started to, literally started to have like a panic attack. Like my heart was racing at just listening to these old men bicker. It was old men bickering. It was like that scene in Grumpy Old Men where they're fighting over Anne Margaret or whatever. And I'm like, this is neither informative nor entertaining. And I literally went and did something else. And Sharon, my wife, was like, you know, a good American, so she stayed and watched the entire thing. And I, I don't know how she did it because it was just, I found it stressful. You know, other people, I think, enjoy that stuff, but not me. I, I, I did watch the entire thing. I know some people in my household were pretty stressed out. I just kept on watching, but um, I think I was more interested with how everyone was behaving. It was interesting because it wasn't just two old men bickering, because <laughs> sometimes the other one would swap with the other old man. <laughs> so I, I'm like, how does that happen? And we've all seen this before, just not a, on a presidential debate. It's a ta look, it's a tactic. Yeah. I don't think oh. it came out of nowhere. This, you know, this is how I'm going to approach this, and mm -hmm. this is a way that I can win. Now, it may have gotten out of his own control. I don't think it necessarily had the result he wanted. Who knows? We won't really know for a while. But I definitely think that that didn't just happen in a vacuum. Laura, you, you agree? Yes, because we know when he was running last time, all these crazy things he was tweeting and everyone was like, oh, he's, you know, that's ridiculous. But that was part of his tactic when push mm -hmm. came to shove. That was all part of his campaigning tactic. It surprised me that everyone was shocked. Everyone could predict it. You right. can't not predict it. Even before the debates, I, I did tell my husband, I said, you know, we know what's going to happen. Everyone knows. So don't they have um, a way of, of uh, 
working with the microphones and and yeah. shutting them down right. uh, when they need to because you know it's not just one candidate we've had candidates in the past interrupt each other but we know this particular one was gonna we, we all knew he was gonna do that and my husband said that you know well no because the other candidate you want to see how that one plays out how it, it is being interrupted because if he's going to be in a room full of other uh, very, you know, loud dictators or, or not dictators, I'm sorry, other loud leaders. Dr. Freud. Okay, take two. You know that he's going to be in a room with other leaders. So, you know, and some are going to be louder than others and you want to know how he would be. And so that's why he was like, Nope, they don't shut down the mics. Nope, nope. Okay, but, uh, but then after this, he was like, "Ah, uh, here's the thing, Anna. You are so right." And the fact that it's a debate, if this happened in high school, holy crap. Right? Oh. There are rules. And here are here, you know, we have kids now who are home with nothing else to do but watch this and see how adults act. I think I remember you had to not interrupt. And if you did, you either get points knocked off or you just you just get kicked off or something. Right, because right. it's not allowed. So yeah, don't this, call it a debate if it's going to be a big brawl, free-for-all. <laughs> That's just me. To me, this goes back to something that, that I learned from Lori. And I actually <laughs> probably knew this before, but Lori in, reinforced this with me. Some people talk, some people listen to listen, and some people listen just waiting for their turn to talk. Mm-hmm. And true debate, like we learned about in high school, is about listening to the other person's argument and then responding to their argument. Those two guys had no intention of listening to anything the other guy had said. They were just waiting for their two minutes to talk. And regardless of the question the moderator asked them, they already had their two between two and ten minutes of of ranting ready to go. That's it's not a true debate. I just wish they'd stop calling it a debate right. because it's not. It's just a thing where two guys talk for two mm-hmm. hours. The way it goes, why don't they just put them each in different rooms, ask them each the question, and then just play it mm-hmm. back? Because I mean, yep. seriously. Not. Maybe yeah. maybe they need to call this a, a game show. Yeah, right. <laughs> you remember Make Me Laugh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The person sitting in the chair and they gotta they they gotta not laugh. Well, <laughs> maybe in this case you just gotta not get mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta not punch angry. somebody out. <laughs> Annie, you may be onto something, but I'm thinking more like American Ninja Warrior. Make them do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. I love it. I mean, they got the energy, both of them. Or they had something. Well, and you know, here here's the thing. I think that I feel like everybody's coming at this, you know, face on. We're all like looking at it face on. And I raised a kid with ADHD. And I'm telling you, you don't go face on with a kid with ADHD. You go in the back door. Where are these people teaching them how to go in the back door and use a little tack and finesse? I don't know if that makes sense to you all, but, you know, a normal kid, you might say, hey, don't do that. Stop it. You might, you know, slap their hand. No, with an ADHD kid, that doesn't work. You have to go in the back door, make them think it's their idea, and all of a sudden they're off doing something else. The art of distraction. Right. That makes perfect sense. So That makes perfect yeah. sense. It, it's almost, a, you, you're right, it, it is an art. Sometimes... Sometimes conversing with a strong personality is an art uh, and a gift. (laughs) When I said that, I was thinking more about crazy personalities that I've I've worked with in the past that just (laughs) had no, was just not rational and somehow able to to work with them. Sometimes you have to... um, 
you have to sort of put yourself in the rhythm of their language, which is difficult to do. But, you know, thinking about like the moderator, I mean, that was that was a really difficult position because we were saying it was a tactic. He never really even had a chance to kind of adapt to the style or formulate a plan for for how he would approach what was going on. It's almost like he was sort of blindsided by it, which he probably shouldn't have been. Don't they call that throwing him to the wolves or throwing him under the bus? He, he's yeah. he's had an interview um, with Trump like yes, he just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So he knows. He knew. So basically it was called Get the Moderator. It wasn't a debate. Is this what we're going to call it? It felt like it certainly <laughs> felt like that. And I was trying to think of like who actually could have handled that. Who who like what journalist in the last whatever 20 years would have actually been able to be like, with all due respect, sir, shut up, you know? And yes. I don't know. I don't know that there is anybody. I, I feel like it have would have had to be a movie star like um, Go Ahead, Make My Day or so um, like, What Would Nick, Nick Nolte, Nolte Do? <laughs> <laughs> Put him in there. <laughs> or maybe his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? yeah it's it's just like like claire said just let's rename it call it something different and then we'll all just watch and if we are like me where you just don't like confrontation we'll be like okay i'll just uh read lips for a while or i feel for people who true undecided voters who really Mm -hmm. objectively wanted to watch that thing and learn something and didn't well they, they may have learned something they certainly didn't learn anything about the content of what was being said they only would have learned from how it was being said that's too bad because we should be thinking about the con there's a lot of content they covered a lot of important stuff one of them was uh about masks mm-hmm. i know you and and fits in the morning talked about some guy who didn't want to wear a mask today <laughs> this came from our what are you kidding me stories of the day the crazy news the news that didn't make the news i feel like we have a story like this nearly every day now yeah uh, this stuff goes viral it's happening all over the country there is a uh, brand new video making the rounds of a guy at uh, subway who refuses to wear a mask says you know he's got rights and he screams a bunch of nonsense and stuff about freedom and uh claims that they're breaking the law and one of the employees tries to explain that it's private property and they're legally allowed to kick people out for not wearing a mask. I have freedom. I have rights. Serve the, the people. Right. I have the right to not get a mask. Yeah, right. You have your rights. I'm not forcing you. You're forcing me. Sir, I am free. You're breaking the law. You're following them. I'm not. Oh, good gosh. That's a 5150. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Call the police. Poor cops. They got to deal with that stuff. I can't, yeah, poor sorry. Employees. I'm sorry, please. Poor, and poor sandwich too. artist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and how do you speak to someone like that? Obviously, yeah, no matter can. what you say, it's not going to make sense to him. Right, no. right. He, he's he's he, definitely irrational. Yeah, his mind has been <laughs> set, set in his ways. He's he's not going to budge on it. Subway clearly had a policy where you can't come in without a mask, and this guy just went on about freedom and Americanism and blah blah. And the lady's like, "This is private property. I can tell you to do whatever I want. Yeah. If you're not wearing a mask, get off of it." And Oh my God, it's crazy. And it's happening all the time, you know? I just, I feel bad for what, I think right after that, Drew said something about, uh, you know, he feels bad for the poor Subway sandwich artist. Right. (laughs) Right. I feel bad for the cop that's going to get called for that. You know, come Mm. on, man, the police are too busy to deal with you because you don't want to put a piece of cloth on your nose. Come on. Today I saw a sign said, not only wear a mask, put it up over your nose or don't come in. 
Oh, <laughs> like no, they'll put it on your chin. Is that what they were getting at? Pretty much, or just not right <laughs> yeah. over your mouth. Do the whole shenanigan. And then mm-hmm. I, that girl's voice, she sounded so young. And I was just thinking, if that was my daughter and somebody was in there attacking her like that, man, mm-hmm. mama bear. <laughs> Gosh, there are a lot of commercials now about trying to promote, hey, masks are important. And there was this one commercial, and I can't think of what it was for for the life of me, but they, they put all these images of people putting, you know, with their masks on and why it was so effective. But one picture of this mask commercial had some guy that has mask only over his chin beside a sign that said, wear your mask. And I'm like, well, you got to teach them how to wear it properly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <First off. laughs> Do it right. Yeah. Not well, over your head, not over your eyes. On the other side of this, though, you know, are the people who, who will shame you for not having a mask on, like, at an outdoor public place. Like, I carry a mask with me, but don't necessarily wear it when I'm walking my dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm out in my neighborhood. I'm not near anybody that I'm aware of. It's just me outside. If I see a person or a group of people coming toward me, I'll throw the mask on. And I feel the same way if I'm, like, let's say, at a public park, Right. Right. And there's a whole series of videos that we'll do on What Are You Kidding? where people who are wearing masks are going and attacking people who aren't wearing them, even though they're outside by themselves sitting on a picnic blanket, not near anybody. Right. You know, everybody's becoming a vigilante and it's, you know, like, come on, man, stay in your own space. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. offended. You, you know, I just think of that guy yelling about his rights. And yeah, we all have rights. But if I have rights and the subway lady has rights, then what do we do? You know, it's that's just pure bully. Right. Yeah. You never know which side of the fence the people that you actually just pass by mm-hmm. <laughs> is yeah. going to show up. Because you're right. There's going to be some people like, wear your mask. And some of them are going to be like, you're too close, honey. Right. <laughs> right. I was talking right. with a friend today and I said, we were talking about how we're getting weary because her and I both, similar to you guys, you know, we, we didn't lose our jobs. It has affected us, but other people have been affected much worse than us. We feel like we can't complain, but we're getting weary and we don't don't know how to act. We can't complain because who are we to complain? We've got jobs. But you walk up to a counter and you don't see that there's a line on the floor and you get pointed at it. You feel like you're constantly being rejected. Stand behind the line. Move back. Don't touch. And at our age, we're older. It's like we're being treated like children. For me, it's like I kind of want to shake my head and just go, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. But that doesn't work. They're like, get behind that line before I talk to you. You know? Mm-hmm. Did you get yelled at, Lori? I mean, I have. I have. I remember when it all first began at Safeway. I'm left-handed, so I was on the wrong side of the little machine, and the lady was all, that's what we have these for. Get behind it. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be left-handed. And and, and I, whether people are just sick of people, and and I happen to be the fourth one that did it. And and I, you know... And I know that they have to be nice and they probably get sick of being nice too. But when you think about it, like some of us are living alone and we're alone all the freaking time. So then we go to a store and it feels like you're getting shoved around. Didn't you see the mm-hmm. line? Oh, sorry. You know, <laughs> so. They shouldn't. It, it, no adult should be yelling at another adult. I agree. But it's almost given all these essential workers permission to be a little bit rude or nasty, you know, because they're needed and they're tired and they're exhausted and people are mean to them. And I know it because I've seen it. I try not to get my feelings hurt, but sometimes it just feels, you know, I just feel like we're all weary of this. And Anna, as you mentioned, we have two big holidays, three sort of coming up and we don't even know. We don't even know what to do, you know? 
oh man, don't go to, well, I better not say, <laughs> those warehouse stores that have right? lots of big bulk things. <laughs> You're going to be throwing candy out your door at kids. Don't come close and throwing crap at them, you know. It's like, <laughs> hate Wait, your outfit. <laughs> What are you guys going to do for Halloween? Because It's not, a Saturday uh, of all years. Why did it have to be a Saturday? And not only that, but daylight savings time is the next day, so we'd get an extra hour of sleep the next day. So it would have been a great night to go to a party. Oh. <laughs> so oh, I saw so Fitz posted something the other day, and it was like, I didn't know what it was. It looked like a railing on a stairs, but when I looked closer, it was yeah. PVC pipe, and then there was a, a big pipe in the middle, so you could just like put candy down and shoot yep. it out to the sidewalk. Yep, oh, it's the social it. distance candy shoot, and uh, people are building people are building different ones, PVC or some other kind of pipe, and you sit on your porch and you put the candy down, and it shoots down to the kid at the bottom of the stairs or, or whatever you are, and you're away from them. Oh my gosh, I totally want to do that. Yeah, yeah, do it. I'm going to do it. I might do like a. I'm thinking about get well. Okay, a couple things. I think what I'm going to do, and I don't know if there's going to be any kids or not, but I want to be ready for them if there are, you know. So I'm either going to just like sit at the end of the driveway so they don't even have to walk up the house, although we'll decorate and all that stuff. Now, and this year we have real spiders, so I don't even have to put up fake spiders. spiders. You know, just let the spiders loose. Yeah. Are you, are you going to get one of those twelve foot tall skeletons? Oh, I wish. Yeah. I would, there was a lot of my budget, but believe me, if it was a little bit less, I'm the first one on the block with the 12-foot tall skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking about either putting, like, setting up a table and just putting candy out in dishes and just sitting, like, six or eight feet away up the driveway and just, like, you know, with my adult beverage and watching people go by and, you know, just kind of, like, look, oh, your costume's cute and being able to do all that. And then the other thought is doing that, getting one of those, you know, those little grabber things you can get, like, if you don't want to bend down and pick something <laughs> up, just, like, yeah. hands and use that to, like, hand candy out to kids. I thought that might be fun too. That's so funny. I don't know what they're going to do in my neighborhood. I have no idea what's legal, what's not legal. I just feel like I just feel like it's okay. I don't know why. I understand. I wouldn't go to a party. I don't want to be near a bunch of people. But if little kids are with their parents and they're just them and their little group and everybody looks like they're being smart, I don't see why we can't accommodate that, you know. Well, and especially like a lot of churches will do a big event, you know, to, so kids won't mm -hmm. be outside on the streets. Well, that's not going to happen. No, they can't do that. They're not allowed. This might be a time to be like really creative. Yeah. Um, as you were talking, Claire, I was starting to imagine like like the different thing like that that shoots and or I was going to say shoots, shoots and ladders. ladders. It's like what a great idea to have that kind of theme or something or like my yard. Lori, you've seen it. it. It kind of raises. So what if we created like a big pulley that had a big claw on it, like one of those claw machines? That'd and be awesome. And just have kids just take turns, socially distanced, of course, in line, mm -hmm. but have all this candy on our yard and like just claw it as long as it's easy. We, mm -hmm. we don't want one kid like staying there forever. <laughs> but right. Like, like you could be creative, I guess. I mean, what a great you know, you idea. think of different things. But then you'd have to like sanitize the thing after every kid, unless they were wearing gloves. If they're wearing yeah. gloves, it's okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. have a box of gloves. There right. you go. I'm I remember on... when COVID first started, one of the <laughs> I was out on a walk with my dogs, and it was like a Saturday morning, and I walked by this house, and there was a table out with a box of donuts, and then oh. hand sanitizer, and a bunch of little, like, tissue paper, and it was like, free donuts, take one. And I'm like, isn't that sweet? And I put the sanitizer and everything out there, and... I thought that was really neighborly, and that's kind of how yeah. I feel about Halloween. You yeah, know? <laughs> right. 
I'm on the second story, and I literally have never been home on Halloween because I work the later shift. So I thought, I liked that thing Fitz had, and I thought, maybe I could go buy a PVC pipe and just mm-hmm. all the way down to the road, you know, just stand on my deck. <laughs> and when I see a kid, yes. just, you know, all the way down to the sidewalk. and. <laughs> Right, right. As long as you're not on like the 10th floor or something. Knock them, knock them over. Put a little sign by it that says, look up. And then the kids will see you and wave and then shoot the hand down to them. And like have like big nets. Yes, yes. I love it. See, we can, people can really be creative with Halloween this year. Yes, let's make it the best. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one, my personal favorite holiday of all of them, which is not going to happen the way it would, is Thanksgiving. And Sharon and I were just talking about what, you know, because normally I would go home and see my family and there would be just like a huge group of people um, and not going to do that this year. And it's just the two of us right now. We thought, well, maybe we'll invite a friend or two, you know, a couple of orphans and have them come over. And uh, if we all know in advance we're doing it, then no one will be going to any wild parties. And I mean, I, I don't see why we can't do that. But Isn't that I, Friendsgiving? I will- Friendsgiving, exactly. Do like a Friendsgiving. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's going to have to happen, but I refuse to not have it at all. Yeah. I, I love the whole brine and the turkey and making the mashed potatoes and all that stuff. It's like my favorite day. Well, and if you're not having a ton of people over, you get all the leftovers too, because, you know, Heck a lot yeah. of times you don't get the leftovers <laughs> if you have a ton of people. So there's that silver lining. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then Christmas. In fact, okay, you know that warm is the Christmas station. So of course. we were supposed to have a meeting this morning to talk about some of our, what we're going to do for Christmas. So yesterday I was in my studio on an interview and all of a sudden, you know how you get those notices for your Facebook that just pop up? It said, this is what it said, Christmas canceled, Gus. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, ended my interview to run in and go, no. <laughs> it was just the meeting. But I'm like, Did we, what? What just happened here? <laughs> then I got myself back together once I actually read it. <laughs> Gus, you can't cancel Christmas. I'm picturing Gus in his office going, I have to find a way to stop Christmas from coming this year. <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> Oh and goodness. little Lori Lou Who yeah. with his crocodile tears. <laughs> Something Wahoo kills me. Christmas, we love you. <laughs> what about the roast beast? <laughs> I, I was uh, actually cleaning today, which um, that meant going through my closet, and I found my Christmas lights that I wear around here at Christmas. And I thought, I'm just going to wear them today. And then I thought, you know what? People have been really hostile. They may not appreciate that. <laughs> so I didn't wear them. <laughs> today but christmas lights usually make people happy right i love christmas lights yeah now i'm surprised warm have you actually started playing christmas music yet it's october 1st you better get on it i know actually we are getting a ton of messages when are you starting we do play it online so if people really want it they can listen online i forgot about that that's right yeah Mm -hmm. but you know every year it's the big thing of you know we have to be first other stations that decide to do christmas music try to outdo us so it's very strategic so we'll see how it happens this year day after christmas i did I mean, a little day after yeah, halloween i did a little day poll with our listeners and i was like hey you know people are putting up lights what say we start christmas music i would say 90 percent of the people are like yes but yep. there was those few that were like oh kill me now <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember in 2016, the PD decided to play Christmas music on Election Day? (laughs) (gasps) 
And the reasoning <laughs> was that. because there were a lot of people that, you know, weren't going to be happy. And we need to it was do one that. of those, it was one of those reasonings and it was really funny. <laughs> we need to do that. <laughs> I think that's a brilliant idea. Hey, Gus, yeah. <laughs> don't cancel right. Christmas. Move it to Election Day. <laughs> <laughs> Flip the format. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So shout out to Claire. I always point out that you're surrounded by men every morning. You're the only woman riding with Fitz in the morning on 98.9 <gasps> The Ball. You know what they asked her the other day? What? To have a baby. <laughs> Seriously. Get on it, Claire. You you handled it very gracefully. <laughs> it's like I can barely take care of the four-legged babies. <laughs> I was just like, "Are you kidding me? What? Oh Are you God, kidding me?" So funny. Well, what Fitz was saying was that first of all, it was the it was the other guys that threw me under the bus more than Fitz because Drew has uh, been with his girlfriend for about fifteen years. Oh. They're not married, and Fitz is always dogging him about why he doesn't put a ring on it. And Ryder over here is twenty-seven years old. He's the youngin', but he's starting to get into that, you know, prime time. And so he was like, "When are you boys going to get busy and start having babies?" And then they looked at me, and they're like, "Well, she's a woman; she should be having the babies." And I'm like, "No, no, that that's not how it works, guys. Sorry." <laughs> nope. Yeah, you handled yeah. it very gracefully. <laughs> oh, thank you. This morning, you were trying to get a story out about The Rock, and um, <laughs> and and the way they were just going outside of what you were trying to, to you know, <laughs> to get at, and they were just focus, getting, guys. And it was just the momentum was just going, and and it wouldn't yeah. stop. And, and here's what it sounded like: NBC is developing Young Rock. They've already cast the show. The kids who play The Rock when he was 10 years old, and by the way, he was known as Dewey then. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not I thought he was adult. known as Gravel. Right? Uh, also, high school rock and college rock. But here's what's really interesting. No, when he was a baby, he was Pebble. Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> it's really going to focus on his parents and grandparents, who oh. are actually super famous, Ryder. Yeah, his dad was uh, Rocky. His whole family was yeah. tough on him because they wanted him to be the best that he could possibly be. Yeah, All the different types of rocks. Yep. Mm -hmm. All of them. <laughs> you got granite, marble, quartz, quartz. There you go. You got. <laughs> They're just, they were just going. And you're like, I'm just trying to make this point about the rock. <laughs> right. You always have such a great. Um, you just go with it so well. <laughs> yeah. I was just so happy to have a break from them talking about, you know, going to the bathroom. That I felt <laughs> like it was a win. <laughs> no, it's a challenge working with boys. I'm the only woman on the whole station. No, no, that's not true. Deanna Cruz. Uh, Deanna Cruz does weekends on 98.9 The Bull. But other than that, I'm the only woman in this entire section of the building. Yes, you are. And it is it can be really, really crazy sometimes. Well, luckily, I grew up with brothers, so <laughs> I can certainly handle myself around men. I have never, ever been happier to be gay than I have been <laughs> working with these men and knowing that I get to go home to not just a woman who's my wife, but all my dogs and cats are female, too. And so, <laughs> oh, it's such a relief to get home. It's like getting in a swimming pool after a hot day. Claire, Claire, I grew up with all brothers, no yes, sisters, too. Being able to have girl time it was always, always so nice. I depended on my cousins. I depended on my, my neighbors. There was a time when I was not allergic to cats, and so we had a cat named Princess, and that was just so nice just to know that there was another girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then they got a boy dog. <laughs> right.
<laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> no, I do have a sister. I do want to point out I have my, my older sister. Uh, she's awesome. She's like, my sister is my hero. I mean, she really is just like the greatest person I know. But she's girly. She's like a, like a girly girl. And she's the eldest, so she was actually out of the house before my, my formative years. I didn't, we didn't really become like great friends until we were adults. So I definitely felt like I was thrown to the boy wolves. <laughs> well, <laughs> that explains why we get along so well on this podcast and enjoy each other. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Like, it's our girl girls. time. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I mean, really, there hasn't been one poop or fart joke at all. Not one. No. <laughs> Although that, they do make me laugh. I know. <laughs> Still. And, you know, we love AJ, but we, we went there a lot and we haven't gone there for quite a while. <laughs> he was all about. He's a big boy. <laughs> jokes. Yep. <laughs> My goodness. Mm. How did AJ handle you two? I was always on board with the bathroom jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to keep steering them back. I, I had to be the mama. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Reining it in. I'm sorry to turn this into a bathroom moment now, but I will tell you, did you happen to hear the moment yesterday, the actual, the stunning moment about men's bathroom habits yesterday? Anna, were you listening to that? No. I missed it. I got... I got edumacated on something yesterday that just blew my mind. On an average, ordinary evening in your own home, a man will sometimes opt to go outside instead of the bathroom. <gasps> like, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm walking the dog and I'm in the woods, so I might as well do it while the dog's doing. I'm talking about these guys are like, you know what? It's just manly. It makes you feel like a man to go outside. And every single guy I work with was like, oh, yeah. Oh, so they're marking their territory. They're marking their territory. Yes. yes. <laughs> is that what like, it is? They're marking? <laughs> yes. It, it's, it's marking. It, it's feeling. It's that feeling of freedom. It's like, <laughs> and these aren't guys that smoke. Like, one of them smokes. So I get that, too. So we got one guy that walks a dog. We got one guy that smokes. But that was beside the point. Generally speaking, they were like, oh, yeah, it's just, it's something guys do. And I'm like, I. I was floored, absolutely okay. flabbergasted. So that, I raised my would do that. I raised my boys on a farm, so they got used to going outside. One day, I have the minivan. I stop by my friend; uh, she's a real estate agent. I stop by. I walk in. I'm talking to her. She's looking out the window, and all of a sudden, she starts laughing and snorting and crossing her legs. And I'm like, I didn't say anything funny. I turn around. My boys are standing in the sliding door. <laughs> Peeing, both peeing out the minivan in town. <sighs> what can I say? Wow, I know. I, I am shocked. I I am so shocked. I wanna I wanna get my husband here, but he's on a Zoom call. Okay, will you ask mm -hmm. him and report na back next week? Because if anybody doesn't do that, it would be Mark. And be clear, we're not talking about camping or anything like that. We're talking about your in your home watching college football on a Saturday afternoon and you opt to go outside because you can. <laughs> Ask him that and, I, and report back immediately. Please. I, 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 You know, and now that you say this, you guys, <laughs> I think I remember some, something's coming back to me. <laughs> and, and I, I, we were sitting in the backyard and I was imagining because we've been all cooped up and I'm like, wouldn't it be great to have people over? And if we're still scared of COVID to have a separate bathroom for the outside, he's like, no, you don't need that. They just go right out closer to the neighbor's yard. 
I was like, no. And I'm like, How? Not in my yard, guys, you won't. Guys can do that, but women can't. We don't have the luxury. No. Luxury. Yeah, we might have a conversation, but I just thought he was just being. <laughs> well, there, deep, dark secret. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, no, I feel like, like I just like what? uncovered the secret of the Masonic Lodge or something. Like, <laughs> how have I been on earth all of these years and not known that that was just like considered normal by human beings? Crazy. <laughs> and they all live like in the city, right? Or in yes. apartment buildings. They're not like out in yes. the boonies. <gasps> yes. Drew, mm. Drew lives up in Monroe now, but he mm. previously lived in the home in which I'm living in Renton. And he's like, well, right. you wouldn't believe what I did in that backyard. <laughs> now I'm all <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're like, we cannot go outside for a year. <laughs> no. So that's that's only number one. Yo, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge. I don't know. Claire, you go ask that. and you report back. <laughs> All right. Okay, you do your homework on that. Anna, when, when we first started doing this podcast, I asked my friend after about four weeks, I said, have you listened to my other podcast? She goes, oh, the poop and fart one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, now it's the pee one. Yep. <laughs> it's all about the pee. <laughs> We, we need to change our, our podcast name. Yeah. Poop, pee, and fart. <laughs> well, ladies, or not. Guess what time it is. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. It's traffic oh, time. Oh, Lori's well, got to go. Life Coach Lori and Claire, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> your words of wisdom today. <laughs> Oh, and thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get it everywhere. You get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Podcast One, eBay, Facebook, Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> eBay? <laughs> you can get our autograph the podcast. <laughs> well, now that we have top secret information, it's really worth something. <laughs> Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? Please, five. We love five stars. Or should they share our podcast with friends and family or hide Absolutely. it? Share it with everyone you know and love. Woo! Even the people you don't like that much. Yeah, especially them. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone, this is Listen and Learn or, or Not. <laughs> I got to go pee outside. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>